Sexy Nerds. You may have heard of influencers before, but have you ever heard of micro-influencers? Then this is for you. The Naughty Nerds Podcast. Weekly marketing tips and tricks for the true nerd in you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Naughty Nerds Podcast. I'm not sat underneath the duvet. I'm not sat underneath the blanket. We've got stuff in the office. It's starting to feel like a home. And if you are new here, dear listener, I've just moved house. It's been an interesting ride over the last God knows how many months I've been banging on about it. But we're in. I'm no longer underneath the duvet. I'm no longer ill, although a little bit. But yesterday I did slice the end of my finger off and had to go to hospital. So it's never ending in this house, dear listener. Welcome back to another episode. In this week's episode, I wanted to talk all about influencers. Now, a lot of brands work with influencers, but there's also something called micro-influencers, which over the year has started to creep in to the marketing world. And it's a very cost-effective way if you're an e-commerce brand and want to get your brand out there or a dating app, or a small startup that wants to reach out to new people and tap into these micro-influencers and influencers, audiences, but don't have big budgets behind them, then this is for you. So influencers, we've all heard them, we've all seen them, they've been on Love Island, uh, they've got massive followers, TikTok, on Instagram, etc. And they have a good budget behind them. You know, if you want to buy uh, a post on their Instagram, it's going to cost you what, £4,000, £4,000 for a TikTok. It's going to cost a lot of money. And what a lot of people have started to do recently, and it's maybe in the last two or three years, it's become a little bit more popular, is micro-influencers. So these are people that are on the way to get those big followers, but they don't charge as much in terms of fees which is great for anyone. They've got a smaller audience, but most of the time, those audiences tend to be more engaged. And as we know from previous episodes, and we've talked about engagement, we've talked about audiences, a lot of interaction can come from engagement rates. So liking, commenting, following, and general interactions of followers on these accounts. So what does this mean? Micro-influencing is great if you don't have those big budgets for influencers. Because what you can then do is work with 10 influencers rather than working with one influencer. They might charge £400 for a post rather than £4,000. And if you can tap into multiple different micro-influencers, you're opening up your arms into different players within the world and you can get more of a reach. And you can probably get the same amount of reach as if you worked with one influencer, but they're going to be a little bit more targeted and they don't cost as much. So you're then increasing your awareness and your brand awareness with multiple influencers. It's not going to cost you an arm and a leg and it works very well. It's very effective. A lot of brands, especially on TikTok, seem to be doing the same things. They are growing via micro-influencers. And it's great because businesses can effectively collaborate with sort of niche content creators to then reach highly engaged audiences which is what you want. So let's say, for example, dear listener, you are a dating app, right? To work with one influencer might cost you £4,000 to do an Instagram reel or a TikTok, and they would be a big influencer with a good amount of reach. However, if you worked with 20 influencers that are micro-influencers that charge £200 a post, 
you are working within a larger audience because it means that those people, even if they have 10,000 followers, they've still got a good reach and a good engagement behind them because what happens with influencers when they start, they have a very highly engaged audience because it is lower. Therefore, the higher in the engagement rate, the more amount of followers are going to be engaged. As they get bigger, their engagement rate will decrease a little bit because they've got more followers. It's a natural thing. It's going to happen with increasing followers and increasing numbers. So when people come in with all these little micro-influencers, you can start just tapping into those different markets. So if it is a dating app, you can work with 20 influencers posting different types of content, which of course they're going to be posting onto their profile. But guess what? User-generated content, as we've talked about in a previous episode, you can then use that content to post onto your social media. As if you are a dating app, let's say, for example, you have an app on a phone. You don't have an e-commerce product, so you can't post pictures of your product. You can use that content created by those micro-influencers to then post to your social media. So you're killing two birds with one stone. Your engagement, your reach, your influencing, but also you're then getting content that you can then use to post to your social media, on your website, etc. Then press will start picking it up and then it sort of reaches out into all those different pies that we talked about in last week's episode about having hands in multiple pies because it is super important to be doing those things because again, you're increasing your reach and your overall engagement. So have a look at it. If you're an e-commerce brand, if you own a coffee business, right? There are loads of chefs out there. There are loads of foodie Instagrams out there. Don't work with one influencer. Start by doing influencer marketing, by reaching out to those people. You don't need an agency. There are influencer marketing agencies out there. All they do, it's a piece of, you know, what I was going to say. They just Instagram DM them or they've got previous relationships with them. If you use your noggin here, go to a PR agency and ask them. We work with a great PR agency. So it could be, okay, we want to work with so-and-so can you reach out to their management or you can go to their Instagram and their management will most likely be in their bio. It's the same on TikTok. You might have an email um, addressing where you click it and send them an email. Send them an email, say, this is what you want. This is the budget that you've got. This is the deliverables that you want. And you can work with many more people at a fraction of the cost. So let's say, for example, this coffee business, you sell coffee beans, uh, coffee merchandise, et cetera. You've got an e-commerce store. What you could do is work with 20 uh, micro-influencers, send them a message, say you're going to send them a little hamper, a gift pack with some coffee beans, some mugs, some t-shirts, et cetera, and then post it out to all of the different ones. Give them a unique discount code. And you can also use an incentive of say, if you post this to your story, we're not going to pay you, but anyone that you make a sale of, you're going to get 10, 20, 30% in commission. You, they get 10% off. So use my code to get 10% off and that 10% then goes straight to the influencer and you've got a new customer acquired onto your brand and onto your web store. So it's killing multiple birds. Not that we like killing birds here at Naughty Nerds, but you know what I mean? You are using that small audience and that captivated audience and you are using those as mini sales reps. And it's very interesting for the audiences. So sorry, the, the industries that this works in. For example, it works in the same way as when we talk about networking and referrals. For us, for example, influencer marketing for Nautilus, probably, mm, I don't know if it would work, if I'm being perfectly honest. However, if you built a relationship with SEO gurus, right? 
to their SEO consultants that go into people's workplaces and businesses and turn their SEO around and give them a strategy. What they could then do is post a, you could work with them, Nautilus could work with them and say, hey, this is what we do. If you put a post on your LinkedIn and we're doing this conference at the moment, we're selling tickets or put this post to your LinkedIn for a free SEO audit or whatever. Again, it's networking, but also it's micro-influencing. So if we were to create a conference, an SEO conference, right? And that is our product as Nautilus Marketing. We're creating an SEO digital marketing conference. What I would do using my noggin is I'd reach out to loads of different SEO consultants, loads of LinkedIn influencers, loads of TikTokers that talk about digital marketing and say, hey, Bob, I am going to be launching this conference. It's going to be in London in January 2027. And we're going to be selling tickets for a hundred pounds each. I'd love for you to post, um, onto your social media accounts. Anyone that signs up with your coupon code, you get 10%. Or you could say, Bob, I'm going to pay you a grand and I want you to post onto your social media. I want you to promote what we're doing. That is influencer marketing. So it doesn't need to just be applied to e-commerce brands or people that are selling a product. It can be applied to other instances as well. So start, have a look, see what you can do. Maybe not associate budgets to micro-influencers, but take little snippets of what I've just said and approach people. Going back to when we talked about before, about building out your network, referral programs, they work amazingly well and they work really, really, really well. It's how we've built our business. I'm sure it's going to add value to your business too. Hope this has been of use. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Stay awesome, stay safe, don't get chopping your finger off, and most importantly, stay nerdy.